we've been talking about we we talked about tithing um and 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 what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about grace giving amen we talked about tithing but we're going to talk about grace giving last week we talked about abusing grace right but we all before i talked about abusing grace i talked to you i talked to you about amen how amazing that grace is that god has given us uh, that we understand it's only by God's grace that we are sitting here today, uh, that we're in his presence, amen, and that God has truly, truly been good to us, amen. So understand this, grace is is such a powerful thing because when you think about grace, it's, it's first of all, getting what you don't deserve, but one of the things that we're going to discuss today is the fact that when we come, when we get to the, when we get to the portion of grace giving, um, I always look at it like that, like this, what could I really give back to God? Like, like seriously, like how many been blessed? (laughs) How many didn't know or didn't even think? Now, let me say this. Before you committed to God, right? <clears throat> the things that you've been through now or going through, how would, do you think it would have went had you not committed to the Lord? You don't think you'd be here? And what would you do? Total destruction, right? Now, I went to this church on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday night, and I talked about the importance of the church. I love my church. And we talked about, we talked about some things. Real, I'm going to teach that next in 905. But here's the thing. I believe that we give according to the measure and grace that God has shown us. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, like we give to God's kingdom. Because when we realize that we cannot repay God. Right? Like you start thinking about. See, people equate it as money. But Paul doesn't see it that way. Paul sees giving. And, and you may want to write this down. Take some notes, right? He sees giving as an opportunity. As a what? Think about this for a minute. Sister Williams just said it. Man, all right. What's the last thing you've been through? Yeah, last major thing you've been through. What's your job? Had you not known the Lord and had you not been committed to God. See, see, here's the thing. A lot of people know God, but they're not committed to God. And I believe that our giving is tied into our conversion, but it's also tied into our commitment. Right? So had you not been committed... How would you have responded to that for real? Like, I would have 
not knowing what to do, just all out of it. My mind would have been all over the place, worried, depressed. But I had peace. I remember when you told me. Yeah, and it scared me. <laughs> Pastor, isn't that something? That your world is crumbling down, right? But here you're saying, I ain't worried about it, baby. I got peace. I, I know I know what's about to happen. I know things. But see, to get to that point, you have to have an experience with God. I'm tying in my sermon now. See, I did that last week too. Right? You have to have had an experience with God. Any of you had an experience with God? Huh? Right? You don't get to that point when you, you, listen, as a believer, for the rest of your journey, you and I will have troubles. Get good with it. Get good with it. Trials is part of, trials are part of our makeup. It's going to be part of our Christian life because in order for God to grow you, he's got to allow you to go through some stuff. <clears throat> you follow me? Now watch this. It may not be fair. You may like, why is this happening to me? I, I'm a good Christian. I haven't found a good Christian yet. Yet. I've been looking for that Christian. Because the only good Christian that I ever knew was Jesus. That I met in the scripture. You follow follow where I'm going with this and so because of the grace that God has shown us we return to God just a little bit of our substance because the church saints listen think about it like this right our spiritual life is connected to this church You think about that? All of those blessings of your life is connected to right here. This is where we gather together centrally, corporately to worship God. But this is where we get instructions from God. Listen, I, I woke up this morning and said, man, I don't want to teach this this morning. And sometimes I come in here, I don't want to teach certain things, you know. I said, man, I've been killing them on this thing right here, you know, the money thing, the giving thing. But then the Lord said, you better do what I tell you to do. Because just when you think you got it, that's when you start slipping. You follow what I'm saying? And a lot of us think we got it. All right. I want you to go real quick to James chapter one. I want to help you with something. All right, now, get your Bibles. And go to verse 2. So I read that for me. Yeah, that's good. 
mm-hmm. knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, the, uh, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in... Stop right there. See, a lot of us equate lack with money and things. But this sister said the last thing she went through with her job, she wasn't lacking nothing. A lot of us are scared to lose our job. And what we got to realize, saints, and I don't want, I talked to a young lady yesterday. She's, she, she's going to come and actually talk to our young adults. Uh, she works at the Marriott. She, she works there on the weekends. She goes to TSU. And, but she's a, I think she's a senior in, in college, right? And she's going to talk, come and talk to the college kids and the soon to be college kids. So, but she, she's a sheltered kid. She said her mom sheltered her. But when she went down to PV, oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She said it was a, it was a different world, but she made it out. Okay. But she's going to come and testify. Right. You know, and and I'm just saying, I brought that up to say this saints and here she she was going to this church, right? This big church. She said, but every time she goes to the church, all they talk about is what? So my question to us is this, like, when should we talk about money? If, and, and people always say this. Oh, I understand the pastor need to be paid, bills need to be paid, but if you're not doing it, then when should we talk about it? I don't think it should be a conversation, really, that we should have. I think that it's a reminder every now and then. But I don't think that that should be the only thing we talk about. But saints, when things get tough in our lives, summer's coming. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm going to pray that this summer will be different than last summer. That we don't have to, we don't have to as a church. Listen, you don't understand the stress level. On top of that, to preach. But God said, if you just do your part, I woke you up every day. I started you on your way. You will be complete, lacking in nothing. The next trial you go through, don't cut God off. Are you with me? So, so watch this. So the question is, what is grace given? In the most lengthy and detailed passage in the Bible, in the New Testament, is what? 2 Corinthians what? All right. So let me go on to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Amen. All right. Paul has been encouraging the churches around the Mediterranean to donate to a fund for the purpose of giving relief to suffering Christians and brothers. In other words, 2 Corinthians, Paul is addressing a church that had it going on. They had money. They had gifts. They had people. They weren't struggling at all. And, and, but, but here's what started happening. They started to become lax. 
in their concern for other believers. Are you with me? And so Paul writes them to tell them, listen, I need y'all to step up your game. First of all, if you make a promise, keep it. So let's go there real quick. Second Corinthians chapter eight, beginning at verse one. Let's read that. Somebody. The what? <laughs> the grace of God. So watch this. So remember, he's writing to all these churches in the Mediterranean. This is one particular church. He's talking about Macedonia, right? Now, here's the thing about what, what Paul just did. Paul says, right? Put, put that scripture on the screen for me if you can. Paul says, I want to make known to you the what? So what does that tell me about grace? Grace can be what? Observed. Right? That's that's what he said, right? I want to make known to you the grace of God where? Given to who? So grace is something that God gives to all of us. And remember what I said Wednesday night or Thursday night. The church is not a building, it's a people. And saints, I want to say this to you. What we really need from God is his grace. Lord, give me some grace this morning, Lord. Lord, Lord, lend me some grace today with, with this situation that I'm going through. God, your great, remember he says, his grace is what? sufficient so so i believe we need to stop asking for money and start asking for what grace because when you have grace you get what you don't deserve so in other words you're asking for 10 he'll give you 2000 grace that's grace and oftentimes we limit what we're asking for because we're not understanding what Grace, are you following me? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Go ahead. Church in Macedonia. Mm-hmm. Churches, right? So, so it tells me that these churches were struggling. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So watch this. Paul is saying that when he was gathering the money for these churches, this one church stuck out to him. All right. Paul says... That in great affliction, they what? (laughs) In great ordeal of what? Affliction, they're abundant. Now, hold on a minute. Check out the words. This is why I love the Bible and you got to read it slow. In great what? Underline that. If you have your Bible. Highlight it or write that. Great ordeal of what? Hold on a minute. They're what? Hold on a minute. 
great ordeal, but in the great ordeal, they have an abundance of what? Why do we get thrown off so easily? How is it that you can be going through so much and still have joy? Listen, you know why? I understand why. I know why. When we leave church, we become carnal again. And we start thinking about all the struggles. and But, but listen, but we sit under the word. We get happy. But he says, in their great ordeal of what? You know what affliction is, right? These people are going through. They ain't just going through. They're going through. You follow what I'm saying? They are broke down and broken. But watch this. He says, their abundance of joy and their deep on top of that. On top of that, they're what? Broke. They were under the GDP. Uh, In other words, they were on welfare. Poverty, y'all. Poverty, poverty. But watch this. But they had affliction, an ordeal, but they still had an abundance of what? Tell your neighbor grace. That's the grace that Paul was talking about that was being displayed that these people. Now watch this now. Watch what Paul is doing. You know what Paul was doing? Paul was sizing them up. Paul was saying, y'all got it together, but let me show you. Let me give you an example of some people who don't have nothing. They still have joy, but they still give it. But y'all got all of this. Y'all got mansions, helicopters, all that. But y'all can't give what you promised. But here they are giving out of their what? Ordeal. Listen, just because you're going through don't mean you need to cut God. Uh Uh-oh. But I need this $10. You're going to need more than 10 when you take God's. Yeah, you are. You are in a deficit twice. Watch this. He says in their deep poverty overflow, overflowed in their wealth of what? Of what? Liberality. Anybody know what that word means? Hmm? Liberality. Huh? Freedom. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. What else? In the Greek, the word means sincerity. And faithfulness. But it also means without coercion, without being coerced to do it, or bullied to do it, or, you know, uh, connected it to something so that, you know, if you don't give, you go, you know, God gonna take everything. No. He says, in their liberality, in other words, they gave freely, but they gave sincerely. I mean, like out of their heart, saints, they gave in such a way where 
it, it, it was noticeable. You know, when the, when the smallest church is given more than the biggest church, you're like, dang, how does this church do more than the one behind us? That's got the whole parking lot full. How does that happen? There's a difference. Watch this. Keep reading for me. For I what? Hold on a second. I'm working on a piece. I don't mean keep, you know. I'm working on a piece right now on what is, what is testifying. What, what is testifying? Anybody know? Okay. Say again. Okay. Tell how God has brought you through. To give witness of your personal experience. Let's go one step further. That you've had with who? That's a testimony. Watch this. The, the difference between me just saying something to you and me testifying about it. The difference is I'm testifying not of what I did, but it's a testimony, not a test to lie. So I say, don't come test lying. A testimony is always connected to the one who did it. So therefore, that word testify, you ready for this? In a simple format, in a simple definition, is testifying about the truth. Paul says, I'm testifying about what I've seen and heard and experienced, so therefore it's truth. So whenever somebody says, I want to say something, we don't know if they're telling the truth. But the moment that you open your mouth and say you testify, either you telling the truth on God or you lying on God. Lord have mercy. So that's why whenever you see Paul writes, he always uses the word testify. Pastor, I want to testify. I don't want to just tell. I want to testify about what God did for me. I told Bruce today, I said, you need to testify. (coughs) Your wife came up for prayer the other day, right? For what? Um, For my job. What about the job? I was passing my um, exam, my forklift. Did you pass it? I passed it. You testified? I'm testifying. And and you got a raise? Did you get a raise? I'm turning full time. He's going to have medical. He's going from temporary worker to full time. And he's going to get a raise with the forklift thing. Right? Now watch this now. He's testifying. That's what? Truth. Some people just like to tell stuff. But bad, you know, God's been good. You know, I just... Like, what? Well, that's very vague. (laughs) 
But a testimony is truth. So whenever you're reading scripture and you see Paul saying he's testifying, I'm trying to help somebody today. Watch this. He's testifying that this statement is true. That in that deep, what? Poverty. And abundance afflictions. Come on now. He testifies about them. Can I ask you this? What will God's testimony be of you? In the area of grace. See, we allow circumstance to stop us from giving. Let me just hang right there real quick. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yesterday I went shopping with Faith. <laughs> Got to the register. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> I started to calculate, man. I'm like, hold on, man. I said, now you need to put some stuff back now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But, but, but then I thought about it. I said, you know what? All right, Lord. <laughs> I'm in this moment. <laughs> You know, and I get an attitude after I spend money. For some reason, when it's big money. I'm trying to tell you, God's still working on me, y'all. God's still working on me. Seriously. Now, if it was for me, I'd be, I I went to Macy's, I was happy. But with somebody else, now, I'm like, that's kind of sorry. (laughs) Selfish, all that. You know what I mean? But, But the point is, I knew what I had in the bank account, and I had it. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? And, but here's what happens to us when we go shop, when we buy things, when we pay things, when we give, right? We think, man, if I give this, then, man, what does that leave me with? Can I be real with y'all? So, so what I did this morning, I didn't check the bank account till this morning. And what's crazy is the very thing I spent on her, it it looked like I didn't miss it. Numbers are still up. (laughs) Come on, man. I don't know how that works, but I've seen God put money in my account. I'm telling you, I've seen it happen. So, so my point is this, like, I, I believe it's really our attitude about it. And, and listen, I believe that we don't see a quick return on our investment because of our attitude after we give it. We're like, gosh, dang Man, that insurance insurance coming up on the twenty eighth, and I could have used that. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. I think y'all playing with me. Huh? See, I'm moving slowly through grace because I, I really want y'all to understand this, so that when we give, we, we don't feel awkward. You know. And, and, and everything has to be done by faith. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He says, I testify 
He's telling, they're telling the what? Truth. Of that what? Hold on a minute. That according to their what? And what? Give till it hurts. Yeah. According to their what? Ability. When was the last time you gave beyond your ability? Come on now, that didn't hurt you. That last thing, you that didn't hurt you. That $50 didn't hurt you. But when you went to the store and you paid 70 for that, that hurt you. I wanted to hurt like that. When I went to that register, it hurt. Because it was unexpected. Come on now. I didn't have a budget. I just went to the register. And, and watch this. I've been there. Well, we went to the You ever went go to the register? My wife do this all the time. She's like, well, I, put, I said, don't put nothing back. Just get it. Just get it. You know what I mean? But but guess what? We ain't got no... When we give, we should try to give now, every now and then, beyond your ability. You hear what I'm saying? How about beyond? That lady that gave that deficit Sunday. You know what she told me? Sister Seth? If she was here, I would say it. She said, Pastor, that was my last. And her friend that was with her said, hey, that's your last. She said, but I know who can give me some more. Oh, y'all ain't trying to hear me. Have you ever given beyond your ability? That's something you need to think about because the same God that supplies it is the same one will give you a testimony that man, pastor, I heard you, I applied it and look what I got. And listen, it doesn't just come back in money. It come back in favor. New suit. New jacket. That was meant for somebody else. They gave beyond what? Their ability. They gave of their own accord. See, no one in grace given, no one coerces you. That's why this right here, first fruit, man, I believe in this. I believe in this. Every year I give this. And I give beyond my ability. But what I do is I'm strategic. So whatever I give, I calculate the weeks, and every week I put up a little bit towards it. So on the day of, I'm represented. This works. This is beyond my ability. This spring break money. But I wouldn't have no good time in spring break taking this with me. And here's the thing, but it's attitude, y'all. It's attitude. And I believe that if we stop giving with hesitation, like, man, like I just said earlier, (laughs) 
Like, shoot. Hold on now. That bill coming. That bill will ever, forever be there. But, but watch this. But God can set it up where you can pay your bills away in advance. That's grace. So we have an example of a church who debunks the poverty. Come on now. Misnomer about when you're on a fixed income, you can only give a certain amount. No. He says in their deep poverty, beyond their ability. Look look what they said in verse 4 and I'm done. What did they do? Can I ask a question? Why would they beg to give? Because you know what Paul was thinking, right? Man, these people are poor. I don't need you. No, no, please, please, can I give? Please. Are you seeing this? Begging what? Uh, with much what? For, f- you know what that word favor is there? It's the same word, chorus, that word favor means grace. They were begging Watch this. To participate in grace giving. Can I tell you why though? There was something going on in their lives. Even though they may have lived in a little shack, they had peace. Even though their stuff wasn't all the way right, they had good health. But there was something about this particular giving that caused them to say, man, I got to give. Please let us give. And here's the Corinthian church. They had it all going on. Watch this. But they ain't busted great. They had all the favor. They had all the cars. They had the cash. They had the commodities. But they stopped doing what they were supposed to be doing. Watch this. He says, the favor of what? Listen to me. I love giving. I love participating in the act of worship in giving. I want us to get here where we are begging.